What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Existential Stoic Podcast. Do you ever struggle negotiating with others, or do you want things you just don't ask? Uh, maybe you're not getting what you think you're actually worth. Well, today you're in luck, because this quick fix, we're going to talk about how to negotiate. I'm Danny. I'm here with my buddy, Randy. What's up, Randy? What's up, Danny? We're going to be talking about the art of the deal today. Oh, the art of the deal. Wasn't Wheeling and dealing. That? That was <laughs> what was the art of the book, deal? The art of the deal. Oh, God. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I, I mean, I read it a long time ago. It was a good book on negotiation. Didn't he make like and videos and stuff too, or something? On negotiation too. Wasn't like a video again? series? Wasn't there videos or something that went with that? Or uh, it was a long time ago. I don't even probably. Know. There's a whole bunch of books on negotiation. <laughs> I read a whole bunch of them. There was actually. Oh, I wish I could remember the name of it because there's out of all of them, there was one book on negotiation that was like blew them all away. But maybe by the end, I'll remember the name of it. Yeah, if not, maybe we can throw it in the thing or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we each yeah. have some tips for you guys. Hopefully, this will help you, you know, in your negotiations in the future. I'm going to start. Um, so first one is, I think, you know, you need to know what you want before even entering the situation. And I think this is where a lot of people struggle. They don't know, you know, what they want in terms of like, maybe it's a salary. Maybe it's, you know, what they're going to pay for something, whatever. But if you know exactly what you want, you know, you're in a position where you can actually get that. <laughs> That's really important because if you don't know what you actually want, then you don't, <laughs> you know, you can't, it's kind of like playing poker and not knowing what your hand is because then you yeah. don't know how best to play it. Like, because basically negotiation is very similar to poker. You have to bluff, you have to do all this stuff. And if you don't know what your hand is, then you're playing blind. That's a good one. Yeah. My first one is uh, make an outrageous first offer. So what that does is it basically just like reframes the other person's point of view. So then they're more likely to err in the side of what you're asking for. This is something that, you know, Trump does all the time where he makes some ridiculous first statement and then everybody, he kind of backpedals a little bit. But by doing that, it makes people more likely to come towards his direction. Yeah, you like kind of change the, the way people are thinking about it by being outrageous in that way, right? You're making like this grand statement and then it Shifts everybody's thinking, and now you're kind of lean that way either way. I like that. It's a good idea. It's a good way to start. Start high. Um, all right. My next one is a, don't be afraid to ask because, you you know, you won't get it if you don't. And here I was thinking, especially like, you know, I mean, one of the number one statistics I always see is that people, you know, that aren't getting raises and stuff or aren't getting paid what they're worth is because they haven't asked. They haven't actually bothered to ask for it. And, you know, it's funny. I remember an actual example is someone I knew in the past is that. Uh, applying for jobs and I told them I was like, why don't you ask for you know a signing bonus or something because they didn't think it was a good enough you know wage and I was like ask for more and ask for that and they're like well what if you know that I was like just try who cares what's the worst that could happen and they mm -hmm. got it because it's like at the end of the day it's just a matter of setting that bar where you want it you know <laughs> yeah, yeah like like Gretzky says you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take and <laughs> yeah. uh yeah I mean same thing because that's like literally your biggest bang for your buck in terms of how much you can make in your salary is during the actual salary negotiation, because you're not going to make that much in raises. The only opportunity you have is like that moment of asking for it. So you got to just go big. Well, you set it too, right? I mean, from there on out, you set how your raises are going to be in everything. Mm -hmm. You know, and it makes it so much worthwhile. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So my second one is find out what the other person really wants and i think this is important because i mean my first one i was saying outrageous first offer well if you believe that that outrageous first offer is what they want that's going to put you in a different position than if you understand what they actually want and what's actually important to them 
because it could turn out that what's important to them really is nothing to you. And then you can even use that as a bargaining chip. So really trying to discover what it is that's important to them and what they want to get out of the negotiation, because that's going to help you negotiate a lot better. And yeah, you know, oh, go ahead. And I also remember the name of that book. It's called Never really? Split the Difference. Uh, so like, oh my goodness, this negotiation book like blows the pants off of anything else. If you ever want to read anything in negotiation, just read Never Split the Difference and flush every other book down the toilet. Nice. Good advice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that book. Um, <laughs> what was your number tip? three for you? Yeah, mine, was, I, I, mine was find out what the other person really wants. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I think that's good, though. I was just going to say, because I remember listening to um, when we were talking about uh, uh, how I built this, you know, and they, so a lot of those companies are bought later, right? And on a lot of cases, a lot of the people that are founders, they want to stay on and they want to have some stake in it. And when people know that going in to negotiate with them to buy it, it makes a big difference in how they, because that changes everything. Because if you know the person really still wants to stay, they're not looking to leave, that changes that whole dynamic in how you negotiate. Mm. I think that's an important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, my last one is confidence in your own value, because I think that this is crucial, like actually believing that you're worth what you're saying you're worth or actually believing that, you know, you're going to deliver what you're going to deliver. Whatever it is, you have to actually believe it. Otherwise, you know, people can tell, I think. You know, there's a point at which obviously bluffing and, you know, exaggerating things like that. But actually knowing what you're worth is a starting point that you have to have. Yeah. And, you know, don't sell yourself short. Because that's something that we yeah. do all the time is we sell ourselves short left and right. And that's like, the. I mean, if you don't believe it, who else is going to believe it? But Dude, How many people but, are in jobs that they don't want? <laughs> you know, it's yeah. Like, but you got to start looking for areas where you do have an edge and just like remembering that, that even though it seems normal to you, because that's your proficiency, it's not normal. Like you're actually well beyond most people, but it just feels normal to you because that's your normal. Yeah. yeah. So that brings me to my last one, which is always be willing to walk away. So the person who wants it least usually ends up winning in a negotiation. Yeah. And, it, you know, you see this all the time with like people who are just drooling over something before they even start <laughs> yeah. talking price. And it's just, it just ends up being a mess. Whereas like if you can walk away, then the other person has no power in the negotiation because yeah. they've already lost. So if you maintain walking power, it's difficult to do when there is something that you really want. But just realize that, you know, Maybe it's not the right time for you to have it. Maybe you need to walk away first to get it. Maybe you don't actually need it. You know, so like there's a whole bunch yeah. of different things going on. Yeah, no, if you're willing to walk away too, I think you 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 get it, you get both what you want, but you also get it at, you know, the right value for you, whatever that is. And I think that's that's crucial too. It's a good one. That's probably like probably yeah. the most important, I think, <laughs> is being able to walk away from it. Yeah. I yeah. always found I I also always found that worked really well with girls. Where like if they if they if they were like they're not interested, I would just be like, okay, fine, I'm leaving, bye. And it like because most other guys would just like beg them and plead them and whatever, and I'd just be like, okay, fine, I'm gonna go do my own shit. Like, don't waste my time. Yeah. And it really like yeah, having walk away power is really good. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. It does. So that's mm -hmm. it then. You know, those are our tips for how to negotiate. Check us out uh, later this week with a full-length episode. Uh, watch us on YouTube. Listen wherever you get your podcast. Like, subscribe, share. It helps us out a lot. But until then, later, Andy. Later, Danny.